It's okay. So, uh, hi. hi, you're watching and listening to the Fat Day Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zain Azli. I'm As usual, every week we watch a local movie and we we review it. Yes. So, so this time, this week, we are going. We've been invited to the premiere. Well, I, I'm one. Why of, are we invited? We're invited because I'm one of the scriptwriters. Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to review it. How do we review? But anyway, I'll review it. yeah, okay. So, so you want to tell everybody what's it about? 
it's about uh okay primarily it's basically about the May 9th elections that happened last year but unlike all the other May 9th election films that have come out this is or documentaries that have come out this one specifically centers around Mahade and uh yeah so basically that is what this documentary is about tell us what happened tell us where what does happens. it start from we win. <laughs> no how do does it start oh. between or the special parts and then no la then you want to go and watch it i will tell you this la okay so what also makes it different is the fact that it's um directed by Inazaha who is Mahathir's granddaughter so she a lot of the footage in this uh of him comes from her and it's very uh so who's Inaza Inaza is a filmmaker who is the director and also she partially produced this film she's a granddaughter of Mahathir I said that already oh okay So a lot of the footage that she gets because she's the granddaughter is very personal and very uh different from this like iron man that you are used to seeing lah. Um it's very cute, it's very heartwarming and um sometimes also it's uh very human in the sense that uh it's almost it's very relatable lah. So that brings a different sort of angle and a different sort of lens to the whole documentary. Yeah. Uh that is intercut with um footage of uh interviews that they did with uh several different politicians, uh Inaza herself, um and also Wanaziza. And um they also address um not just Mohate's comeback, but, um, you know, the kind of leader that Mahate was before. So they talk about things like Ops Lalang, and um, there's a great contrast of how he was as a, prime, you know, the, when he was a prime minister the first time around, and uh, it sort of builds towards how he became prime minister again. And how the people sort of, I guess you can say, fell in love with him again, despite everything that has happened. Uh, it didn't over glorify him, I felt. It didn't uh, try to absolve him. It was just a real uh, human sort of not retelling up but sort of a very a really human narrative from a sort of perspective that I don't think he would have given anybody else other than his grandchild and uh it's beautiful this whole documentary is is beautiful because of that it's because of how heartwarming and how heartfelt it is and how close she is to the project and only someone who is that close to 
the subject matter could have produced something like this, I felt. So, yeah. I, yeah. It's a little bit difficult for you to say anything. me to say anything <laughs> because I'm involved in it. I'm involved in the film. Uh, I was involved in the writing process. Mm. I was involved in the research process. Uh, and if you watch this film, a lot of the scenes are scenes that uh, you know me and the team discussed and all that, and how we wanted to narrate the story and all that. Mm. Uh, but um, uh, I I guess I guess at the end of the day. The, the film was done after so long, mm. it took almost a year mm. to complete, that watching it during the premiere was like watching a totally whole, like a whole new new film for me. Mm. Right? Uh, and uh, I really enjoyed the film. I could actually watch it as uh, almost like a third person. Mm. Uh, and it was a good story. Now, Mahade, Mahade Muhammad, as we know, was Prime Minister before. And he was the Prime Minister of Malaysia for 22 years before he retired. Mm. Uh, and then now he's making a comeback. And, has been. Uh, yeah, he has made a comeback. Uh, and now he's the Prime Minister again. Uh, but with a different party. Uh, and we all know the story that he was trying to get rid of the Prime Minister at that time, Najib Razak. Because everybody felt that Najib Razak was just too corrupt. Mm. Right? Uh, and look, M for Malaysia... It's really about Mahdi and his wife, mm. Siti Hasma. And like like what you said, lah, you know, Ineza, the co-director, is his granddaughter and she got a lot of intimate scenes that humanizes Mahdi. Um, I mean, a lot of people, especially people around my age, uh, who grew up during the first Mahdi era, um, we know that Mahdi is not a good guy. He is, uh, he is a villain, right? He's a bad guy who has done a lot of bad things that people... People associate with bad things, lah. I mean, um, uh, he, he was called a dictator during that time, mm. right? And we have that picture in mind when we watch this documentary and we see how he's so cute and how he's so affectionate with his family, uh, and and you know how polite he is and how soft he is. <laughs> it it turns your perception of him upside down, mm. right? Uh, and you, I guess in this sense, you really, like, you know how they say that you can disassociate the art from the artist? So here you go, disassociating a monster politician from the person, <laughs> you know? Uh, and to me, that's what this documentary does. And because of that, it's really special. Uh. Um, and uh, the narration, narrative is told in a very good way. I think I would say that this is one of the best documentaries, best Malaysian documentaries. To come out from Malaysia. This you know? year? Uh, no, I mean overall. Well. You know, yeah, overall. Including your own stuff? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Wow, uh, that's a big say. <laughs> um, sure. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a perfect film. You know, it's not like the best film it's ever. It's never a perfect but film. It's, but it's a, it's, a, it's a good film, right? Um, and politically... Look, this is done after more than a year of Pakatan Harapan winning the elections. And uh, I was speaking to Ambiga during the premiere. Mm. That we were saying that we need to have all these politicians who have won, the Pakatan Harapan politicians who have now won the government, to sit back, watch this film, and then start realizing again why they won the elections. Mm. Okay, it was really one of the most important points in Malaysian history when Pakatan Harapan managed to 
topple the Barisan National Government after them being in power for more than 60 years. Mm. Right? Uh, and 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 it, it showed the power of the people, it showed the spirit of the people. Yeah, fine, this film was about Mahathir and his wife, but we also showed that there was this huge support from the people to have made this happen. Mm. And after more than a year of these, these politicians winning, this documentary needs to be seen by them so that they start realizing again what is the why they want and how they want. So that they need to buck up, right? And not play a fool and not waste the fact that people had actually fought for them to win. Okay? A lot of people have fought for a very, very long time and it shows in this documentary. Right? Um, uh, my 20-year career more or less has also been in some way fighting for that May, that May, what? 19th. May 9th, Nine. sorry, May 9th to have happened, mm. right? And to have these politicians forget that and then just squander whatever win they had, right? Uh, and now just playing a fool with the country is, cannot, we, we cannot accept that. Lah. Okay, right? well, <laughs> you know what I, mean? um, I purposely reviewed it uh, without the politics. Sure, yeah. Because uh, I, Pakatan Harapan lost me within the first, like, 30 days already within the first 13 to 90 days of them coming to power because they had already proved that they were going to be a very passive government and they had already also proved to be very um they had made a lot of big promises that they within the first 90 days proved that they were not going to fulfill and they never addressed it they were very quiet about it they um they just said nothing, uh, particularly about the 30% representation of women in parliament. So uh, ever since then, um, it's just been a snowball of one thing after another, after another, after another, of them just being passive and not addressing things, either not addressing things at all or not addressing things properly. What, what are these things? Um... um the caning of the women in Trangano, for example, was never uh, addressed, uh, even though one of Pakatan Harapan's main things was like equal rights for everybody or equal human rights for everybody. Um, there were a few others also, but I really cannot think about it right now. I guess I've been angry for too long. Anyway, um, the point was that I really wanted, I didn't want how I felt about the party and about the current political situation to colour how I watched this film. Because I remember May night and I was also really happy even though I was really exhausted like everybody else was on that day. But um, many things have happened since then. And uh, I don't know that um, the politicians watching this film would make them realise uh, you know, go back to basics and make them realize what, uh, the, you know, the we were fighting for, or make them even like realize the stakes, lah. Of like, like you said, you know, you can't squander this away, and you can't just pay the food, the country, and everything. Uh, this might not be the film for it, because, uh, like we mentioned, the film is not very, uh politically centered or right yet centered it's very centered towards just Mahathir 
which is fine because it's still a good film and it's uh, great that it has that angle and it's fresh but um, if you want to use it as a call to action to the people especially to the current politicians I am a bit skeptical la. but that's just me just yeah. putting that out there but I have to disagree with you la, I right? know you do yeah because as much as this documentary like I said it's not it's about Mahade and his wife right it shows why he got there in the first place mm. and it shows why he wanted to do something in the first place mm. uh, uh, this film does not whitewash him uh, mm. Like I said just now, he was like a more like, like a villain, right? Yeah. Uh, it's true, the film does not whitewash it. The film addresses all the mistakes that he's done, all the, the so-called bad Most things he's la, done, right? Like, ones, yeah. like, yeah, you know, like Ops Lan Lan. And there were a lot more when we were discussing mm. the narrative for it. Yeah. There were a lot of other things, you know. That and we, of course, we, the Anwar imprisonment. Yeah, the Anwar imprisonment. Uh, there were a lot of other issues that, that we wanted to uh, put in. But of course, yeah. time is a constraint, right? Mm. Uh, and we don't whitewash it at all. Right, but I also feel that the film makes a good. Uh, it, it puts things in context. It puts um, why Made is there into into frame, uh, oh. and it's because people wanted a change, and people were tired, and it, you you cannot help but watch this film with a political lens, right? Uh, especially if you're Malaysian, and especially if you're watching it in Malaysia, uh, you cannot help but be be coloured by it. Um, and the, the film does a very good job, this is again in my opinion, uh, uh, because the subtext of it, right, shows that, yeah, you've got this old man there mm. fighting, but he's fighting, why? Because there's this big, huge 32 million, 33 million base that is fighting for it also. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, politicians... I feel politicians need to watch it so that they get a sense uh, but, uh, of, of what has happened uh, and why it happened on, during the May 9th. I think people, Malaysians, who go and watch it will also kind of be reinvigorated uh, and whatever they should be. Lah, right? They should be to feel that we should not tolerate any more bullshit. You know, yeah, we've given them time already. Um, look, one of the, the things that makes me sick to the core is that this new government was also supposed to, like you said, be equal mm. and fight for equal rights for everybody. But they are still playing racial politics. They are still harping on uh, religious rhetoric. Um, uh, and, and nobody is... And now you can see these politicians are still harping on issues that will help them win in the short term. Mm. And they're not looking out for... Uh, Malaysia as a country and Malaysia as a society and Malaysia's future mm. Malaysia's future uh, they are still looking at trying to see what they can do in the short term to win the next elections yeah. and that's why they are harping on this religion and racial rhetoric yeah. which I think is stupid and it's bullshit right um, we need people who are who have a, a, a forward thinking not just wanting to keep themselves in power because then if they're doing this, then they're doing the same thing as the previous administration. Yeah. You know? Uh, so... So they should actually do what they said that they were going to do in the first yeah. place. Which they haven't really done lah. Because mm. they're just, like you said, so afraid. You, so, can, you can do the small changes, you know? Mm. They can say they can do the small changes like... Um, getting a slightly more job employment, uh, employability, uh, improve, uh, yeah, take down GST, fight corruption a little bit. But at the main core, you need to fix 
society that is already damaged uh, by 60 years of racial rule, mm. you know, uh, that just taints every single aspect of the, of, of the country. From the economy to education to I, everything, mm. you know, and I don't want to waste. We're really not talking about the film right now. No, of course, but, but like I say, you know, you cannot watch this film without that 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 lens, you know. Well, you can if you try very hard. I did. Yeah, if you're non-Malaysian, can lah. Because well, you have, no, I'm, no, I'm serious. Because if if you're Malaysian, how can you not feel that way? I just told you. you I try very hard. How do you detach yourself um, as a Malaysian when you watch this film? You detach and just be like an objective third person. Oh, okay. This film has this narrative structure. This film interviews this person in this particular way. Or this film chooses to put this part in. Put and choose to leave that part out. Of course, you can. I but, feel very personally attached right now. <laughs> just putting that out. Of course, of course you can. Of course you can see that. Uh, because I see that too. Mm. But I cannot detach that biasness lah of being a Malaysian lah. Uh, so you're it, saying I'm not Malaysian lah? No. But, but how... Can you watch it without... Uh, I just told you I did. So you don't feel that political sense? I told you that I purposefully did not look at it politically. Yeah, I did at first when I was watching it. There was that little, that little bit of political sense. And even when they were showing the bits about like when they were campaigning and stuff. Yeah, it would the feeling would come up. Mm. But I consciously chose to put that aside and watch it as a documentary. As opposed to watch it with that context. Because I didn't want it to colour how I watched the film. Um, then um, for me watching a film will always be tied to the personal uh, sorry if it makes me very non-Malaysian oh. well, okay I guess I guess it doesn't make you non-Malaysian uh, mm-hmm. but but because like for me one of the things that I like about the documentary is remember we were talking about this yesterday uh, how how um, uh, the documentary is good because it has that personal point of view. It brings it personal. Mm. It, it, it's very micro. It, it, it humanizes. Ah, it yes. characterizes. It, it, it humanizes people and all that. And for me, like, if you make a film, whether it's fiction or non-fiction, and especially if it's non-fiction, you need to throw away the facts. You need to throw away the hard facts. I mean, heavy in there, but that should the, the hard facts should never be the emphasis. The humanization of it, the personality of it should always be the main 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 thing, main highlight uh, of, of, of a non-fiction film. And the facts only comes um, secondary. Uh huh. Yeah, so so it's not like watching the news. Uh-huh. Right? If you watch the news, you want the facts to come out. And you don't want any any personal colour to be in there. Right, okay. uh, but for like for for like a film like there's a documentary, the the, the main main point is to 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 have all the personal parts, and then the facts only come. So like for me, I find it almost impossible to watch any film, uh, just the film itself, and have no personal. But feelings you, I'm to not it, saying that I had no personal feelings to mm, it. I'm saying mm. I had no political feelings to it. That's different, lah. Ah, okay, that so, that yeah. is different. And for me, like my my. 
entire life, entire career is very political. Well, that's you lah. So you cannot then just go and discount all Malaysians and say that, oh, if you did not feel politically about it, you are not Malaysian. Because that's not really fair, is it? Not all of us have been journalists for 20 years and been so politically inclined and woke lah. You know, but, some but, of us are still capable of detaching. And, you know, it's it's not to say that I'm not politically conscious or anything, but, you know, it's it was it got to a point where I was angry and it was still pointless because I was angry and these people are still in power mm-hmm. and I accepted the fact that it was going to be like that. Yeah, it's great that you are calling them out and it's great that the people are calling them out and it's great that, you know, we want them to wake up and realize that this is not the way to do it because you're just doing what the previous government did and everything. Mm. But in real reality though, do we really think that this is going to change? I think that's a bit idealistic lah because they're always going to be chasing the popular vote which unfortunately in this context mm. is always going to be slightly conservative Malays. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um... And and if when when you think about it, and I have been I've been in that situation also, where we think that actually there's nothing that can be done. Mm. Uh, and remember there was a movement of uh, Undi Rosak, the Undi Rosak yeah. movement. I think this is the same uh, feeling that the people who were behind the Undi Rosak uh, campaign felt. Like okay. there's no yeah, choice. Yeah. Uh, and 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 there's no point to everything. Yeah. Uh, but is there really no point Wait, to sorry. it? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're talking uh, about that. Okay, uh, there's no point to everything and everything. Mm-hmm. But even though I felt this way, mm-hmm. I didn't want this feeling to be what I felt throughout watching this really good documentary. Oh, that yeah, was not of about, Yeah, so that's okay. what I'm saying. I, I get what you're saying. So I get you cannot, saying. yeah, so I'm saying uh, that there might be other people who also feel like me right now uh, no, okay, who are okay. not that's fond fine. of them, but, yeah. you know, can still but watch the film this still film, film and still enjoy uh, it. So if you take that jadedness that I already have mm, mm. out of it, that that's why I enjoy the film okay, so much. Yeah. Okay, so agreed, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just, just like like the. It doesn't like make I me say, any less Malaysian. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. No. To- totally fine. So when I say that, when I say that you can't detach, it doesn't mean that I, I think it's a great film too. And for somebody who's not Malaysian, right? Like say a Singaporean or American even, or, or, or a European who has never lived in Malaysia, when they watch this film. It's going to have all those universal appeals that will make the film great. Yeah. Right? And they will be able to enjoy the film. Mm. Uh, and when I talk about wanting to call out these people, wanting to call out the politicians, wanting to call out Pakatan Harapan, um, this is what the film evokes in me. Okay. Right? Fair. Uh, and I think it will also evoke a lot of people in Malaysia also. But then, like you said, right? After so long, we are at this point where there will be a lot of people who are also jaded. Right? And some will also see this film as propaganda, you know. Would you think that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. A lot of if you watch it with that, that jadedness and with, with that cynicism, it is possible that you will take the film like that. But I must say that the these little bits, these little personal bits, make it very hard for you to fully feel like that. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. It's, it's just, it's not, it's really not possible... And I feel, especially when she interviews him, uh, Ineza, at one point of the documentary, interviews her grandfather, and they talk about why why are you coming back, and stuff like that. The things that he says to her, right, doesn't feel, even if you are jaded, lah, it will not feel tailored to, sort of, or constructed. Lah. It doesn't feel tailored or constructed. It feels very honest and very 
frank. So, um, yeah, you could, if you, you've got to be like a real bitter Malaysian, I suppose, to feel really super jaded by it. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I personally found it very hard lah, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think a lot of it also makes me very angry. Uh, because I, I like again it's very personal for me because after 20 years of working as a journalist uh, mm-hmm. and I think even if you if for a lot of people out there who are not journalists also who actually believe in wanting to change Malaysia and all that mm. and they've worked so hard to reach the point like how many years of Bursay demonstrations that were violent and and chaotic and all that uh, had to happen for us to reach May 9 Mm. You know how many people who have had to be suffer, yeah, yeah, you know, be interrogated, suffer, try to to express themselves mm. for me nine to have happened. Yep. Uh, how many people who have had to put their jobs at risk, children at risk, just for me nine to happen? Uh, you know, and and when me nine had already happened, now the politicians who have already won when they don't take it seriously and like like the word that we use just now squander everything right mm. it's not fair to all the people who fought lah, you know um, you know I the two kids the two girls right I've had death threats made on myself mm. I've had people talk very very badly about my two daughters mm. you know just because I was fighting for something that I felt was the right fight for Malaysia and then now, and 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 now for thinking that you know we kind of did it already May nine, mm. and then now all these people are now thinking on the short term mm. and thinking of themselves and and still playing the same political game, game from yeah. before. It makes me very angry, lah. Yeah, which is fair. <laughs> and sad, you it's know. Fair. Yeah. Your anger is not invalidated, yeah. but at the same time, I just think other people should not be invalidated for maybe not feeling the same way either. I guess it also makes me feel a little bit frustrated if there are people out there who then just don't want to fight anymore. Mm. You know? And feel that uh, just like the only rosak people lah. <laughs> you know? Who didn't make it into the documentary. Uh, it's like okay, so jaded, so pessimistic, okay, now don't fight anymore lah. Then do what? Uh. Um... In a very different context, I sort of understand the frustration. Uh, parenting is a little bit like that. Uh, but I, yeah, at the end of the day, you're right. Um, you still have to keep on going. Because, you know, how then do you achieve the end result if you do not just keep going? Um, it is frustrating that the people at the front lines of this are not going, are not, you know, continuing the good fight, but instead pandering to the majority uh, or just being absolutely passive uh, compared to what they were before they became ministers or deputy ministers so on so uh, it something does have to be done but I'm not really sure that this film will be the catalyst that you want it to be lah that's all I'm saying mm. I mean I don't because want this film to be the sole catalyst. I know I know but it's also not really catered to function to be that you know there's not um yeah sure it invokes a lot of good feelings it invokes that feeling like oh my god yeah we remember yes we struggled so on and so forth 
but there is no real it's it's all very feel good you know what i mean so i think if i were a passive politician watching it i will feel very good about myself lah. oh yeah see what we did good job mm. and i will not feel like oh shit lah, you know this is what we were doing and then look at what we're doing now oh my god i'm such a crap person i should fix myself well yeah, yeah. one 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 thing cannot be a whole yeah. to change everything. Just like how it wasn't just one person's book or one person's article yes, or one person's yes. speech caused May 9 to happen. Yeah. It was a cumulative build-up of many, many things and many, many years. Yeah. Uh, so, I just want this film to be one, one small thing. You know, yeah, sure, it's a feel-good thing, but people should build on it, you know? Yeah. And, and have more things happen so that there is more change uh, and you, you know uh, yeah yeah so on that note this film is only running for four days and, starting today and everybody should go watch it yes right it is the first malaysian documentary to have a cinema theatrical release mm-hmm. Right, and it's only got a four-day run. Yeah, and that's for why now. it's a four-day run, for right? Now. For now, so, so if it does well, hopefully the cinemas will extend the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more people can watch it. Yeah. So it runs from today, the twelfth, to well the day of the release of our review, lah. Yeah, la. So for the twelfth so of September 12th for four days, lah. Sixteenth. Yeah. And uh, everybody should go watch it. It's um, it doesn't matter, lah. Really, what your politics are for me, anyway. Mm. Um, it's a good story. It's a good narrative, and it's about a man we all know. Yeah. But do we really? And we, it's a whole different side of a man that we all know from a very pointed view, and we see a whole different side of him that you will probably never see again. Yeah. Because uh, I really believe that you can only make something like this once, and yeah. she did it. She <laughs> did it so good. Uh, with the end. The end, and, uh, the and her whole and her whole team of people really yeah. the whole team of people that came together to do it all did such a great job. It was including I, Zan. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I I want to also give a shout out to Sebastian man. He's yeah. the editor. It was edited stellar. so well. So there stellar. was good juxtaposition. You know, back to back. There was a scene where you know um, Zan is serious when he's using big words like juxtaposition. <laughs> I'm I'm non intellectual, oh. right? But what was that that scene that we were talking about when uh, reformasi? No, we were talking about how they used uh, they first did the the scenes of the reformasi in twenty in nineteen ninety eight. No, twenty eighteen, uh, and then they bounced to nineteen ninety eight when they were shouting reformasi yeah. against. Yes. And then they rounded back to when they were shouting Reformasi for, for Mahathir in 2018. In 2018. You know, and it's that was art. beautiful. Bloody art. <laughs> yes, kudos to the filmmakers. Yes. Uh, it's really good. So, but you, you know, you know, I think, right, the hardcore Amno supporters and past supporters, they are not going to like the, this movie, this film. Well, they're going to be watching it with a very political lens. Yeah, and, and these people, the hardcore. The hardcore ultra ultra Malays. Mm. Oh my god, you know, they I don't think they're gonna stand uh, this film. <laughs> it will irritate and annoy them to the core. Uh. Mm. Which is great. Uh. So please watch it. <laughs> so everybody go watch this film. It's a good film. Uh, yeah, you need to watch it. Yes. Right? I think everybody needs to yes, go and watch it. For sure. Yeah. Uh so yeah. So when you do watch it, or if you have watched it, if you were at one of the halls Do comment. Like we were at 
<laughs> Do let us know what you think. The premiere was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. It was a lot of hauls, a lot fun. of friends. A lot of know. hauls, a lot of friends. I read a I read a status on Facebook by friend PTO mm. who was at the premiere he, he said that the ending credits the credits for this film was like a list of friends that he would actually invite to invite <laughs> yeah which is you know uh, uh, I hate I hate um, <laughs> social events uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this but I do I really do but uh, I didn't hate this one I actually had a pretty good time ever since I've been pregnant I hate social events even more so for me to have gone out like this and had a really good time was uh was just it was a nice uh consolation also to having watched a really nice film so all in all the gala premiere was great uh, yeah i feel like taking everybody you know the family all go watch it <laughs> at the cinema yeah. <laughs> that's how i feel about it lah. uh anyway let us know what you think lah, right? comment uh, like don't like subscribe to the channel uh, follow us on all our social media platforms just search for at fatbidin uh, or go to fatbidin.com just get everything there yes. uh, and yeah that's it right yeah watch this film Gumilang. no wrong song it's the Yuna song now why didn't you practice the Yuna song I don't know the Yuna song I, I like the old the music is great also yeah, by the, the way music, yeah, the music, the music is fantastic yeah. And a lot of people worked really hard on it. Basically, everybody who worked on this film worked really hard, and it shows. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm, I really like it. I'm really proud of it. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Okay. So you've been. Oh, you've been watching and listening to the Fat Million Film Club. I'm assuming for like half an hour. It's one of our longest reviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So you've been watching the and listening to the Fat Million Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shirley Mustafa. Hey, if you want to learn how to become an independent filmmaker or a filmmaker in general, uh, I've got a book which I wrote uh, with a buddy of mine. Uh, it's called uh, Zan Azli and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking. You can actually buy it off of uh, here. I'm going to put the link down here at my, my website, fatbidin.com. It's only a couple of ringgit. Uh, and it's really good because it has many many different chapters the process of filmmaking and each chapter I interview uh, a Malaysian filmmaker who gives advice and tips of uh, yeah from their experience so yeah yay link is down here yay